This podcast is brought to you by On Track Studio. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the Eat Like Ruby podcast. I am back in studio today by myself with a solo episode, which is really cool. I like to mix it up between the solo episodes and the guests. So we've done a fair few guests lately. And today I'm going to talk about one-on-one online coaching, which is such a big thing these days. I feel like there's coaches everywhere. It's a massive thing. A lot of people do it. A lot of people are coaches. A lot of people have coaches. It's just a huge thing. And it's crazy to think that it wasn't so much of a thing even probably like 10 years ago. But I really wanted to talk about one-on-one coaching in Eat Like Ruby and what it looks like and what we do and what we focus on. And there's a few reasons that I wanted to talk about this. We get, I get a lot of people reaching out about one-on-one coaching. And I think it's really important. Like the first thing that I will say is I think it's really important to know what it is you're looking for. And I think a lot of people just get into this mindset of like, I need a coach. And that's cool. Like if you're at a point with your nutrition and training where you're like, I want to elevate this. I want a coach. I want an expert to come in. I think that's awesome. Obviously I am a coach. Obviously I have coaches, like I'm all for it. But I think especially these days, there are so many different coaches and so many different niches. And I think it's really important to get clear on like, what it is you need, what it is you would benefit from, where you actually want to go with your nutrition and training. I don't think, well, actually I know for a fact, like one-on-one online coaching for nutrition and training can mean so many different things. And even if we think about the recent episode I did with Lily Turton, if you haven't listened to that one, Lily came on and she talked about her story with emotional eating and binge eating and We spoke a lot on that episode about the different coaches that people benefit from and the different coaching they need at different times. And that was such a perfect example of what I want to speak about today because Lil, like she was a legend, she was a boss um, and it was really cool to hear her story. But as I mentioned on that episode, that's absolutely not something that I coach on. Like if somebody was to reach out to me with an eating disorder, emotional eating, binge eating, all of those things, I would absolutely refer them on. Like it's just actually not my thing. And so I think it's just really important to be aware of what it is that you need and the coach that you're reaching out to. And like I spoke about on that episode with Lil, like I have studied sports nutrition, which is literally the science of nutrition and how it's digested and metabolized in the body. And then obviously I've started studied training. We tee those two things together. So the girls that come into one-on-one online coaching with Eat Like Ruby and work with me directly, we are very focused on their physique goals, their body composition goals, pretty much the same thing, their gym training, their performance in the gym, and really structuring that over the long term. And this is exactly what I do. And like, I'll (laughs) just own it right now. Like this is my strength. This is what I love. This is really the thing that I do best is if a girl comes in to eat like Ruby, I do actually only work with females and for no reason, but that's just the way my business went. And then as things got very busy, like obviously we niched in and it just, again, it really came out that it was my strength to work with these girls who love gym, love nutrition, love training. The conversation and, and what coaching looks like is very much 
teeing up long-term plans to optimize those things. So what I mean by this is if somebody comes into my world and they're like, you know, I love gym, I love nutrition, I love tracking my food, I love training, I've got big goals, like let's just go for it. Obviously, like I said, that is what I love. And then we really break down like, what are the actual goals? What is it that you want to get out of it? And we tee up those long-term plans to make that make sense. And what that can look like is obviously if somebody has goals to build certain parts of their body or to hit certain lifts in the gym, we know that we need additional calories coming in. We need a gaining phase. We need a surplus. Like we need to focus on that. And then on the flip side, if they've got fat loss goals and they want to drop some body fat and they want to get lean at some point, we obviously then need to switch the focus, have a deficit teed up, obviously know that the training performance and the gaining phase is a separate thing. And so really when we start to look at that, it becomes quite a long-term thing. And for most of my one-on-one girls, or I'd actually say all of my one-on-one girls, they don't come in, actually don't take girls in for like eight weeks, 10 weeks or whatever. Most of them come in for the year at least. And when I think about the one-on-one girls I'm with right now, all of them have been around for yeah, a year, over a year. And like I said, that's just because it is very much their thing. It's very much their lifestyle. It's absolutely not like a quick fix or, you know, just get this result and then get out. It's a whole different energy. Like we come in, we look at all those things and we really tee up those plans. And so, like I said, if we then look over the course of a year, we have a dedicated gaining phase where we're focusing on training performance. We're building certain parts of the body that they want to build. We then have a look like, when does it make sense to tee up a deficit on the other side of that? When do you have other things happening in your life, like holidays, study, birthdays, time off, whatever it might be where we know nutrition or training won't be as high of a priority, like how do we work with that? There's nothing there where we're looking at emotional eating, binge eating, eating disorders, any of that. And that sort of comes back to my original point of really making sure that you're seeking out the right coach and the right education for what it is that you need. Even people that want help with like accountability and motivation. If I think about the one-on-one girls in Eat Like Ruby, that's not a thing. Like we're never talking about motivation. We're never talking about accountability. And when we look at that, it's just because nutrition and training is on such a high level to them. It's such a high priority. It's not even a conversation of like, am I motivated to train? Like, is Ruby going to keep me accountable? Like they keep themselves accountable because they are motivated. They just want it. And it just makes sense for them to get up every day and do the thing because they love it. That really is what it comes down to is when we work in sports nutrition, especially like I said, what I do, it's not so much about that like accountability and motivation thing. It's really just about the plan, the structure, the education and having all of that in place. And then like we've spoken about in the podcast before, like a coach can come in with, you know, unbiased, unemotional assessment every week and look at nutrition, look at training, look at body composition, look at performance, what is being optimized, what isn't, what is working, what isn't, and adjust anything we need to. But again, the convo and the check-ins and the whole process is very much around like structure, education, progression, clarity, more so than it is around accountability and motivation. There are absolutely coaches out there that pretty much coach on accountability and motivation. That's what they do. And that's awesome. And that's really what I want people to think about is like, what is it that you need from a coach? Because if you're someone who's on that really high level and you just love nutrition and training and accountability and motivation aren't an issue, it doesn't make sense for you to go and find a coach like that. They're like, what can I do this week to motivate you to go to the gym? And you're like, I'm already in the fucking gym. I love the gym. On the flip side, if you're someone that's not like that and then you go to a coach that 
is very like structured and progression and just assumes that you want to be there, but then you're needing that extra support, that extra accountability and all of those things and you don't get it, obviously that's not going to work for you. So I think that that's such a, I don't even know what the word is, like it's an unspoken thing in the industry. And I think I even spoke about it a little bit in the episode with Lily where people do start I'm trying to think if I spoke about it in that episode with Lily I spoke about it in some episodes so just listen to every episode guys but when we're starting out a coaching business when someone is starting out their business obviously they're just keen to get clients like they want to just build their business and they're keen to help people like it it always comes from a good place of just, you know, I'll take on anyone because I want to be a nutrition coach. So if you want nutrition coaching, let's go. But I think it's really important for coaches to get really clear on their niche and their strength and their specialties and what they actually coach well on. And I'll be the first one to admit, like, I don't coach well on accountability. If somebody was in a one-on-one coaching container with me and was like, I need you to hold me accountable. Like I'm not very motivated for nutrition and training. I would actually really politely say to that person, I'm not going to be the right fit for you because I'm just going to assume you want to be here every week. If you show up here every week, I will absolutely deliver the best service I can from you. Like when somebody shows up, like when a one-on-one client shows up in my inbox and they've just They clearly want to be there, whether they've had an air quote good week or not, but when they just clearly want to be there, they want to talk about nutrition, they want to talk about training, they want to keep elevating those things. I actually like go into overdrive, like any of my one-on-one girls will tell you like the novel emails they get or like the super long videos they get from me because I just love it. Like I will just go to town. But equally, if somebody came in and was like, how can I be motivated to go to gym today? I actually wouldn't have a lot to say. I'd be like, go to gym, the end. (laughs) And I fully understand and I'm aware that there are people out there who need more than that. Absolutely, I get that. And that's why I want to open up this conversation because I want people to really think about that and think about like, well, what would I need from a coach? What is it that I either, you know, air quote, struggle with or just want to elevate? We don't have to struggle to get a coach. And I'll probably come back and talk about that in a second, but <laughs> so I don't go off on a tangent. But I think it's just really important to get clear with yourself like, what do I need from a coach? What would I benefit from from a coach? to really take my nutrition and training in the direction that I want to go as opposed to just assuming that every coach does the same thing. And it's probably equal parts. I mean, it is equal parts up to coaches as well to be clear on those things for themselves. Like who do I work well with? What do I teach well? What containers do I run really well? And on the flip side, what do I not? Like who actually comes into my world with you know, a potential problem or something they need help with. And I'm actually not that good at helping with that problem. And I think it's important to own that and and be honest with that because I think I definitely spoke about this in the episode with Lil where, um, you know, if somebody did come into my world, for example, and they had eating disorder tendencies or they were heading in that direction and I took them on as a client knowing deep down that it's not really what I coach on, it's not really my strength. I'm like, I'm not sure if I can help this person that's a massive disservice. That is such a big disservice to a person. I've actually had people reach out to me with, you know, wanting help with nutrition and training for things that I didn't think I could help them very much with. And I've told them that and I'll always refer people on and I won't just leave people hanging, but I've actually done this with people several times and had people reply like, so you won't help me. 
And I always, like I said, I always want to find that person help with referring and telling them where to go or putting them in contact with people. But people can see that as that straight up thing of like, oh, she's not going to help me. But coming back to what I was saying, it's such a disservice to take, not only to take money from somebody, but to also get them to invest time and energy and also like, I, I don't know what the word is, but like getting their hopes up. Like if somebody comes to you, says, I struggle with X, Y, Z, you know, you probably can't help them with X, Y, Z, but you're like, yeah, sure. Let's give it a go. That person is then going to put money, time and energy into you. And they're also going to have a thought process of like, yes, I'm struggling with this thing, or I want to work on this thing. And now I'm going to. And if the coach is over the other side thinking, I actually don't know if we're, if we're going to make any progress with this thing. That's such a mismatch. And like I said, it's such a disservice. And honestly, it's a dick move from a coach. Like I'm just going to say it. If you really don't think that you've got the skills and the strengths to help someone with something, it's on you to own that and either point them in the right direction or whatever it is. But I think it's so important as a coach to really be okay with, like you've got to be okay with leaving money on the table because it's like, yeah, I could actually take this person on and get paid. Or even it can be an ego thing of like not wanting to just put it out there like, oh, I actually am not that good at that or I haven't studied that, whatever. Some people want to act like they've got all the answers. So there's a few reasons that people might do it. Or sometimes it doesn't even come from a bad place. It's simply a coach being like, oh, well, I am a nutrition coach. Like I should be able to help people with their nutrition, whatever that looks like. And so I think, again, it's just important as a coach to really think about that a little bit more and get clear. Like, am I actually clear on my niche, clear on my strengths, clear on like where the line is for me? Like, who would I not take on? Um, And I feel like I've gone off topic. I'm talking more to coaches now than I am to clients. (laughs) And so we'll come back to the clients now. (laughs) That's enough about the coaches. But when we, like, if you're a client or you're someone listening to this and you're like, you know, I've thought about getting a coach or I have a coach or whatever. I think, again, it's just really important to get clear on like, where it is you want to take your nutrition and training. Like, are you looking for more of that mindset, motivation, accountability, discipline chat? Are you someone that's really good with those things and is like, I actually want next level results with my physique. I want to be hitting clear PBs in the gym. Like I want to be deadlifting big weights or doing chin-ups or whatever it is. Like I want to really elevate that part of my training or I want to absolutely like take my physique to a new level, get like super shredded or get crazy gains, whatever it is. Like again, making sure the program that you're in and the coach that you're working with more so can do that for you, I think is so important. And so coming back to Eat Like Ruby, I feel like the whole point of this episode was to talk about (laughs) one-on-one coaching and Eat Like Ruby, but that was, you know, that was all worth being said. So people can just have a bit more of a thought about it because I think, like I said, for a lot of people, it's just online coaching is one thing. And it's so many different things these days. Like I said, we work with the girls that love nutrition, love training, and we very much do set those long-term plans. So a lot of girls came into my world at the start of the year. Most of them had been there before. We took a few new girls at the start of this year as well. And literally when I think about these girls, like I've got a client right now, she is getting married in December. And literally our conversations at the start of January were like, okay, wedding is in December. What do we want to achieve? by the wedding and you pretty much reverse engineering from there. Okay, cool. If we want to have a certain look in the wedding dress or in the wedding pics or whatever, at what points do we need to have a gaining phase? Obviously for most people, we want to do a bit of a fat loss phase into the wedding. And when we think about that, it's like, 
we're literally talking at the start of January about her wedding at the end of December. It's literally a whole year and we've just reverse engineered that year and scheduled all of those things to really optimize performance, health, body comp, everything that she wants to work on so that when she gets there in 12 months time, she's in that sweet position. And like I said, that's really what one-on-one coaching is for, in my opinion, is really getting clear on exactly what it is you want to work on, having such a clear goal in mind, and then getting that clear plan, structure, progression, everything from an educated person like myself to just have everything in place to make it happen. And with one-on-one coaching, like for myself personally, I do not take many one-on-ones at a time. Um, I like to keep that space very close proximity, very potent, very direct. And for a certain level of girl, like I said, I don't want people to come in that aren't going to work with me and equally it's not going to work for them. Like I want to make sure it's such a good fit. And obviously, if you guys have listened to the podcast, hopefully, like I said, you listen to all the episodes. We've talked about different programs in Eat Like Ruby. We've run Eat Like Queens, Train Like Queens. We run the 10-week program, all of these things. The real underlying foundations of any Eat Like Ruby program is education, structure, clarity, progression, and then elevation if we want it. And what I mean by that is in any program that people come into, whether it's like the 10-week program and they just want to like dip a toe in Eat Like Ruby or they want to sign up for one-on-one coaching for 12 months, any single program, all of my girls have access to like my educational resources. So everything about calories, macros, dieting, nutrients, food quality, food quantity, training, training volume, training structure. We've got so much information, so many educational resources. And that's really something that I want every single person in Eat Like Ruby to have. I want everybody to have the education and the base knowledge of nutrition and training and how it actually works to achieve any goal that they want. And then from there, like we have girls, like I said, some girls will dip a toe in Eat Like Ruby by doing like the 10 week program, get enough education, get enough clarity, structure and all that to take it and run with it and do their own thing, which is awesome. I love that. On the flip side, some girls will come into the 10 week program, get that clarity, get that structure, start absolutely loving it and then be like, how do I do something else? How do I come into Queens? How do I come into one-on-one? I just want to keep this going. I want Ruby in my pocket. I want Ruby's feedback, whatever it is. And all of those things are awesome. Like I'm absolutely here for it. If somebody gets enough education and clarity and structure and all those things, like I've been saying, to take it and apply it and be happy with their nutrition and training long-term. That is awesome. Like that's literally what I want. It's why I built my business. On the flip side, if somebody I said, like I said, is loving it and is then just like, okay, cool. How do I take this even further? How do I hit even more PBs? How do I fine tune my physique even more? How do I get even more education from Ruby? Like how do I learn more? And really just keep going and take it to a whole nother level. That's what we start doing in things like Eat Like Queens or one-on-one coaching. And that's where the really big difference that I see, not even really big, but the clear difference that I see between girls that might do something like the 10-week program and then go off on their own or whatever, usually the girls that come in to Eat Like Queens and Train Like Queens, like we have an application process for that. Same thing for one-on-one, we have the application process. And it's very much the girls that are like, I want to commit to this long-term. Like I actually just want to keep going. I want to do the gaining phases and then the fat loss and then the gaining again. And I want to hit this PB. And then when I hit that, I want to fine tune technique and hit another PB. And I just want to literally keep going for 
as long as I can. Like there's no end in sight. And that really comes back to it being like a high priority and very much a lifestyle for these girls where it's just a no brainer. Like I would have a coach for this thing. I would be in a program for this thing because I just want to keep elevating and moving forward and progressing, which like I said, that's awesome. That's absolutely my strength. It's what I love to do. So if you're somebody that's listening to this episode, like I said, if you're a coach, I think it's just worth delving into this stuff a little bit for yourself and getting really clear on like what it is you do well, who you want to work with. And I think that's, that pays off so well because when you get clear on that, like you're going to just love what you do so much more. Like if you're trying to help people with something that you're not really that good at, or it's not really your strength or whatever, and you feel like it's not working that well, like that's going to be quite heavy in your business. So I think to coaches, it's really important to get clear on that. And then equally for the client's benefit as well. Like you want to make sure that you're helping the people you can actually help and working with the people that you work really well with, but more so for actual clients or girls that are listening who have coaches, want coaches, have thought about it like Ruby, wherever you fall. I think it's just really cool to make that assessment of like, what is it that I want? Where do I want to go? Do I just want a little bit of understanding and go off on my own? Do I need more of like mindset, habit coaching? Am I a badass who loves this shit and just wants that real high level, like I said, where we're so structured, everything's really clear, we've got big plans and we're just going for it. I think like I always say, there's no right or wrong. We don't have to want one service over the other or we don't have to want one coach over the other, but I think it's just really cool to get clear on exactly what that is for you so you can actually move in the direction that you want to go. So when it comes to like finding the right coach or the right program for you, I think one thing that's really cool is to really have a look at their content. And the reason I say that is because there will absolutely be underlying themes in people's content where they're speaking a lot to, like I said, I will speak a lot to like facts, structure, education, progression. On the flip side, you might find a coach that speaks a lot to like habits, mindset, daily routines, all of those things. And it's just going to have that real underlying theme that's a little bit different. And obviously, like, you know, it's really cool on the internet these days because people are so active, like there's things everywhere. But if you're continuously watching someone's content and it's resonating and it's landing and you're like, yeah, that's me. Even if you listen to the podcast, like my podcast or anyone's podcast and you're like, yeah, she's she's hitting me in the feels. Even when we spoke, we did a few episodes a while ago where we spoke a lot about train like queens. And then all the girls that came into that, when we, when I got on the one-on-one calls with them, they were just like, as soon as I heard the podcast, I had to come into this. So what I'm trying to say there is like, really have a think about like, who do you resonate with? Like what actually lands with you? What doesn't like, you'll know if you read content and you're like, Eh, whatever. Or like, no, that doesn't really apply to me as opposed to like seeing other people's things and being like, yeah, that is me a hundred percent. So like I said, in Eat Like Ruby, um, I hold a small amount of place for one-on-one clients. If you feel like everything I've said today has landed and you're like, oh my God, I need Rubes as my one-on-one coach. Um, you can apply for that. You can reach out for that. We can chat about it and see if it really is the fit for you. Um, on the flip side, like I said, if you want to dip a toe in Eat Like Ruby, we have different little things running all the time where you can just come in, see how my approach, my resources, my education, my everything applies to you. And then like I said, so often people come into Eat Like Ruby, they'll start with one program and then they just move through all of them. And it's really cool. I love it. But then on the flip side, if you know what we've spoken about today has made you realize that there's probably 
other coaching styles or other programs you would benefit from, that's perfect. I think that that's so cool. And anyone who can really acknowledge that and meet themselves where they're at, that's awesome. And honestly, like if you take nothing else from what I've said today, the one thing I would love everyone to take is do the thing, like reach out to the coach, join the program, like actually do the thing that you've been thinking about doing. Look around, look for the right coach for you, inquire about their things, join their things, like whatever it is. But if you're someone who's either, you know, struggling with certain eating behaviors or mindset things and you want help with that, or if you're someone, like I said, who's killing it with their nutrition and training and you really do want to take it to a new level, don't just tiptoe around and think like, maybe I'll just give it a go myself. Reach out, do the thing, step into a program and actually start moving in the direction you want to go, whatever that direction is. Like I said, if everything has landed with you today and you want to inquire about Eat Like Ruby programs, go for it. We love it. Make sure you've listened to all the other episodes. Make sure you're following on Insta, eat underscore like underscore Ruby. And I will be back next week. 